What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, TV host by day, Healthy is Hot founder by night, and health and life coach in between. Also, I'm a big fan of sweatpants and a nice glass of red wine. And from hashtag to movement, we here at Healthy's Hop believing that loving all sides of you is what is healthy. And let's be real, healthy is hot. In this podcast, we invite you to join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals who are living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part, how health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, just a heads up, we don't really hold back, so there might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing, and hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed here, you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. We have got Taya this week on the podcast. I'm so excited. We met January of 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. She led some incredible bar classes on the HIH IG Live account. And I was blown away by her energy, by how difficult her classes were, and immediately knew we had to connect to have a deeper conversation. I just had a feeling Taya had a lot to say. And let me tell you, she definitely delivered. So Taya wears many hats. She is the founder of the BT Method. She just launched an app. She's the mother of two adorable little babes. And she's also a former professional athlete. She traveled the world as a power tumbler on Team Canada, even winning silver at the Pan Am Championships. Unfortunately, due to injuries, her career in that world kind of had to come to a halt and then her life changed and what she shares with us in this conversation is that throughout all of this her relationship with her body her relationship with food her relationship with movement was not at a healthy place not where it is now now she is in a completely different place and she lets us in on this journey so hih community get ready to listen to a really incredible conversation with taya the founder of the bar taya creator of the bt method and someone i hope is now my new friend because she's pretty amazing when and why did you start this? Because really there are so many platforms out there, so many trainers, but I'm a big believer of the fact that the pie is big enough for everyone. Everyone Mm -hmm. can have a piece of the pie and Mm -hmm. find their space, find their method, find their community. And it really feels like that's what you've been doing. Yeah. Well, how it all kind of started to now kind of happened during lockdown, but my story really started as like a child. Like I was grew up, I was, I'm an athlete. Like my whole world has revolved around fitness and athletics. And really that's all I know. I was a national gymnast, traveled the world on team Canada for power tumbling, went on to compete um, and complete a four-year division one softball scholarship down in South Carolina. After my elite careers were over, I trained full half marathons, a half Ironman. Like, and I just like, I love it. And I was always like thriving and trying to find what my new kind of form of movement was going to be after like intense trainings were over. Cause it's not sustainable. And I found bar and I knew I loved it. I loved the, the low impact. Cause I also have had several injuries in my past, which I'm sure we'll touch on later, but 
I found bar. I wanted to put my own spin on it than just the traditional classic movements. And I appreciate the classic bar, but I've had such a background in fitness and training that I wanted to incorporate different hit weight training, different sculpting movements that are still low impact, but high intensity to really create defined sculpted lines for your whole body, but really creating movement that's sustainable and that you can do for any kind of day. And and really building a lifestyle. Like that's like the BT method is truly like at the heart of it, a lifestyle around movement. Cause I am a full reliever, like whatever fit five minutes in three minutes, that can completely shift your whole day. It really can. And I love that you said shift your whole day. And sometimes it can be just a couple of minutes. Um, Mm -hmm. and it does wonders for you, even if it just kind of Mm -hmm. takes you out of whatever you're whatever you're feeling and whatever your Mm -hmm. environment is, like you just kind of get to reclaim a little bit of that, a little bit of that beauty, a little bit of that power and kind Mm -hmm. of carve out a little moment of self-care for yourself. And, you know, coming from a professional athlete background, was it hard for you to embrace low impact? And I only ask that because for a long time, my relationship with fitness was really messed up. It was Mm -hmm. a, I was doing it, uh, to burn calories so that I would allow myself to eat, or I was doing it to punish myself because I felt that mm-hmm. I didn't eat well. It was really, mm-hmm. I was healthy. I thought I was being healthy, but I was being healthy for all the wrong reasons. Whereas now, yeah. I mean, movement is something that brings me joy. Food is something mm-hmm. that fuels me, but it took me a really long time to appreciate the value of low impact of slower types of movement. And that you don't have to be, you know, running a half marathon, you know, to feel proud of yourself for like doing something really awesome with regards to movement, but that yoga and bar and breathing are also really great forms mm-hmm. of movement. Have you ever kind of had that struggle as well? Cause I know for me, you kind of still struggle with it. Yeah. That's like, you've basically like done an intro to my like life <laughs> and like, like a revelation, um, of my world. And, uh, as a national gymnast, like it's funny, the transition that I've gone through is that I was that kid with a six pack. I was that child who trained 30 hours a week, but I loved, no one told me to, I loved it. But as I got older, I got injuries and I ended up, I fractured my back in two places. Like, and so my, my gymnastics career had to, I was forced into retirement when I wasn't ready, started kind of losing control of my life. And the first thing I grasped onto was the control of what I ate, the Mm -hmm. control of what I did in forms of movement and fitness. And like my my whole life has been about fitness, but there was a probably a decade worth of severe restricting what I ate ran to excessive amounts, Mm. like, like 10 K a day, at least like it was like doing it all for the wrong reasons. And uh, finally over time, I mean, recovering from an eating disorder and going through university and getting help and all these different avenues. Once I had kids, like I have a mother of two of a three and one year old, I eventually realized that like, I didn't need to be the certain way. And then I found movement that now that I love to do, it's created the lines I've always wanted. But in my past, I tried to honestly hide from it. And I joked about this when people, this kind of all started for me, my Barte account and kind of just building this brand up is that if you would have asked me 10 years ago, if I would have shown a muscle in front of a human being, I would have like told you you were crazy. I hated, I hated my muscles because everyone pointed it out in the past I was bulky. I was manly. I was 
all these things that I would wear like bulky sweaters on baggy sweaters. So I would hide them like never would I show a bicep or like that's the way my body was, but I hated that about me and I hit it. So now I'm just like, I finally just owned it. Like I am a natural, like I have my body type is a very muscular body type and I build muscle very fast, but I'm no longer like, I guess ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. And now I move. And if I eat something, I own what I eat and I just eat it because I enjoy it. And then I move on. I guess like, especially when I work with my clients, it's no longer that all or nothing mentality. It's either you're all in or you're nothing. And then like, doesn't, if you have a treat or dessert or whatever it may be, leave it, enjoy it. And then move on. Tomorrow's another day. It doesn't have to, you don't have to dwell in this pressure. So I think it's like, it's really been a revelation because full circle from even not too long ago where like that really controlled my life. And now I like feel like a freedom from it. Oh my gosh. There's so much you shared that I want to touch on like so, so much. Like one of the things that just really stuck out is that for everyone listening, HIH community, like we never know what's going on in someone's mind or how someone feels about, you know, the person they see in the mirror. You know, I look at you in this strong, fierce, powerful athlete that is out there, like sharing her love of fitness and movement with the world. But even you with a six pack and beautiful, strong toned arms, felt ashamed and bad about your body and felt you had to cover up. And I think that's like, thank you for sharing that and being so vulnerable Mm -hmm. because I think we just assume when we see people that are super quote unquote fit, whatever that means to you, we're just Mm -hmm. like, oh, they must love their bodies, you know? And then we Mm -hmm. immediately compare and put ourselves down. But in fact, we don't know. So let's not make assumptions. Let's be kind to each other and let's try to be kind to ourselves. A hundred percent. And it's funny. I know people on all the spectrums, like people who are super thin that and I know other people who, oh my God, that's what I want to look like. I want that thigh gap. I want those long, 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 long skinny body. But then those people hate being called skinny. Mm-hmm. They hate being called twig, like being a twig, or they hate when that's pointed out about them. And I think we all have insecurities, no matter what body type we have, that we have to get comfortable in our own skin and the comparing, like there is no other person who's going to be like you, you have to feel good within yourself, whatever that movement brings you, it's going to bring the strength within and like, for sure. Now I'm in a place where I honestly love my body. And those words could not have come out of my mouth. Like I would say for over a decade, it was like the complete hatred. It was a complete opposite. Like it's wild. And when you say hatred, it's like, I can still feel that there's like emotion back there. And I, I, I'm covered in goosebumps (laughs) because I know that feeling very well. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure that our listeners, some of them can relate too. And if you Mm -hmm. are relating, you're not alone. Um, and like, but, and there, but there is light, right. There is light at the end of that, of that very dark, deep hatred filled tunnel that like no one knows about. Um, so for you, was there a moment, a chapter that helped kind of get you out of that headspace into a more loving, kind, appreciative one? Yeah, it was like, I guess for anyone who is listening, like you won't believe it when you're in it though. Like I never believed there was a light. Like I couldn't even fathom a moment when I didn't wake up obsessing with what I was going to eat or how many, when I was going to fit in an obscene amount of workouts just to feel that I could even eat nothing. Like that when you're in it is so hard to even see another option. And then when I met my husband and then I like, he loved me for who I was. And even we like, 
he saw me struggle and I hid it from him as well. And from my friends, a lot of people honestly didn't even know that I was going through this. Um, but I think over time, I mean, I was forced like to get help yeah. uh, when I was in university. Um, but it was through those discussions, through those treatments and just slowly, slowly over time, peeling away the layers of where mm-hmm. it was coming from. And then becoming a mom. And then like, I saw like, you got to remember someone who has always been in shape since she was a child. I had two kids. Like I have never known what it's been like to be out of shape. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like, but like, I didn't, I just don't know why I just like stepped out of my body and be like, this is for another purpose now. Like whatever I was going through in my head, like that's not real. Like, I mean, it's real, but nobody else sees what we see. We're our own worst demons. And the things I would say to myself, I wouldn't dream about saying to my worst, like worst enemy. Um, and I just think I was like, okay, like the slowly over time, I just started owning my body, not nitpicking and doing the things I started loving. And that was through this movement here. And then I just, I don't know, I just started becoming happier and quit picking every day and every moment and just started getting a little bit lighter and a little bit lighter. I ate more things that are out of my sacred box of safe. And I was experimenting with this whole new world and it was refreshing. It felt like a whole new world. But it it takes time, right? Like it Mm -hmm. takes time to get to that place. And Um, I thank you for sharing that you got help because, um, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's good to have an external person. I'm a big, big fan of therapy. I think it's an amazing thing, whether you Mm -hmm. had an amazing, incredible childhood with supportive parents, it's still amazing. And I had that, like, I, like my parents were like, they never pressured me to do anything. I was my own like force to be reckoned with. And, um, and they loved me and supported me through that whole chapter. And they never really understood why, or like they blame themselves, but it was nobody else's doing, but my own. And, mm. uh, but I definitely, um, seeking that help and just under putting out like a ra- more rationalized, rationalizing it and yeah. understanding it. It takes time, but it's, uh, there is a light. Yes, there is. And you're not alone. You're not alone as well. And thankfully, we're living in a time where we can have these open conversations Mm -hmm. and have them in a really safe space that is supported. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can kind of like step into this light and be like, this is me. This is my story. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, there were ups and downs, but that's kind of part of life. And right now I'm focusing on the up. I'm focusing on going up a little bit more every day. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Oh, so now you move. It brings you joy. You eat. And it's not just what's in your safe box. You're able to expand. I mean, that must be an amazing feeling too, to be in this place where you do have a more positive relationship with movement and food, especially now that you're a mom, because, you yeah. know, modeling is so important and makes such a big impact on little ones. A hundred percent. And I think like balance is something that like has just, is like a word that is just like in a lifestyle of balance in like, again, I was talking about that all or nothing. Like I was either... Like I was never really at zero, but I was always here 150%. But like, I can't, like, that's not sustainable. I can't do that for the rest of my life. Like I have, I, like we kind of chatted at the beginning, I wear many hats. Like I, I can't be there all the time. And just being able to enjoy a barbecue or enjoy a holiday without like that. I used to hate those events because people mm. would be, I, I, I was not in control. I would be surrounded by people watching what I did, what I ate, what I didn't eat. So there was just, a, and then everything in your own head just gets elevated. And then like, it's, it's just in a much like more balanced place that I now hope that I'm creating a place that people can feel 
good about themselves feel and bring confidence within and just enjoy a lifestyle that they can do and take with them anywhere. That's so inspiring. It's so inspiring, especially like, I love that you did, you went on this journey with yourself, which is Mm -hmm. awesome on its own, but you're kind of taking it up a notch and you're inviting others to kind of embark on their own journeys. Mm -hmm. And you've created that like space and that community within BT, Mm -hmm. which again, awesome. But then I'm thinking to myself, okay, so this is a very driven individual who runs a company is a mom you've got probably like all kinds of other things going on like how do you manage all of those buckets that you kind of have your hands in and how do you also carve out time for you and your self-care and your movement because I imagine Mm -hmm. that's still something that's super important to you for sure um well this all kind of got kick-started because of co honestly like COVID this most horrible thing that's going on in the world gave me the stars literally had to align for me to embark on this exact path. And I always said growing up, like, I wish I could have been, I want my world to be fitness. I want to do it for the rest of my life, but I never had the knew the Avenue. I didn't want to be at a gym. Didn't want to be at a studio because I was really being molded to what they wanted me to be or restricted, or I can't do this, or I can't so much politics involved. Um, And then I was on mat leave from my corporate marketing job with a five month old and March hit and people wanted classes virtually. I started with a group of high school friends on FaceTime. Stop. And, and I, that's like, how that's it started. My, this is how it started <laughs> last March <laughs> on FaceTime. And then more people were like, Hey, are you doing classes? And then on my personal account, I was like, is this something people want? And like, it was a hundred percent. And I was like, Okay, so I started an Instagram account, started doing four IG lives a week of classes while like the first lockdown happened around the world. And then it kind of snowballed. And then I started videoing classes, started recording them, then built a library of 100 workouts, created a platform, launched an app this last week on Friday. And now we built a bar fam and like, I love it. And to your point of how do you balance it all? I, I'm a go, 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 go. Like I love being in this intensity all the, like I do thrive in that environment. It's kind of how I been able to do all the things I've done growing up. Um, but I honestly wouldn't be able to do it without the help of my parents because who's been able to like, Hey, I need to go film a class. Can you just take them for an hour? Or I need you to do something like this. Can you watch them? My husband, Josh has like been like my rock through this. Cause it hasn't been easy. Like I never knew how to edit a video. I never made a video in my life. <laughs> like, I didn't know how to do anything. And like, I had to learn it all myself. It's a video, something got a camera recorded. Like I had no clue. So I kind of started here and then I do take time. And then Josh knows like, as soon as if I'm in my head, if I'm overwhelmed, he literally tells me, go move, go do something, go for a run. Like go, 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 go to your time. Cause like with clients and doing everything, like doing personal sessions, it's everybody else. But also that gives me so much fuel Mm -hmm. to keep going. And like, when I hear stories of people that I don't even realize have been touched by my movement, my method, this platform, this community, it like, like fills me with so much joy, so much joy. I think that's amazing that it does bring you joy, but at the same time, it still requires you to pour from your cup, right? Which is kind mm-hmm. of like, you got to find that balance of like mm-hmm. giving because it fuels you and it fills you up with so much fulfillment, which is like, my gosh, if you can do something with your life that taps into your why and to like your 
purpose mm -hmm. of like being on this earth. Like that's so amazing, but I'm so glad you have some support around you to be like, yeah. okay, you're giving it all. You're making an impact. That's awesome. <laughs> but like maybe just carve out a little bit of time for oh, yourself. Oh, be people. like, mom, we need, we need a sleepover. We need a sleepover with both kids. So Joey can just do nothing, pour a glass of wine and like, oh yeah. Like it's uh well, it's been hard too. Like our kids haven't been in daycare because of like everything going on. So it's been the perfect alignment of stars to make this all happen. Also the hardest time where like we haven't been able to get as much support or access to things because of what's going on. So it's, it has been tricky for sure. There's been moments of like overwhelmed and, but um, then just kind of toning it back and yeah. then resetting and then making to-do lists and checking them off one by one and kind of just brings you back. <laughs> I know. Well, you guys can only hear the audio, but I'm looking, I'm looking at the, the gorgeous visuals and I can see the lists and I can see the calendars, you know, it's good to like know what makes you feel organized. I'm a big to-do list gal as well. Oh, I like yeah. to do them digitally. And then also I like to write oh, them yeah. out, you know, checking the magic oh. of a check mark. Oh, oh just matter. get me that dopamine hit. <laughs> hundred percent. So I'm curious, is, is this it now? Or do you go back to the marketing world? So I made it as my mat leave ended in February of this year. And I made the decision to fully leave the corporate world and we are full in. So <laughs> we are in it and we are, uh, yep, in it. <laughs> I'm a face, like literally it's going to be like one day I'm going to read like your autobiography and something like from FaceTime to empire or something like that. <laughs> Oh my God. It's like wild. Like I get a blink and I'm like, I, I just look back and it like March of last year, this like wasn't even a thing. And I think I like, I don't take enough time to like actually step back to be like, appreciate what is gone on or what has happened or what I have accomplished. Cause I'm always like, okay, what's the next thing I gotta do? What's the next thing I gotta do? And I always tell everyone else to appreciate those little moments. So I always have to remind myself to kind of take a step back and look what's gone on look what we've built here as a family, as a community. And, um, yeah, I just want to continue just sharing movement and just trying to reach as many people I can mm -hmm. to hope, hopefully help them feel good within themselves. Yeah. And it's, I think it's a really beautiful story of you know, when life throws you a curveball, maybe there's something really great in yeah. in the muck, in the mess, in the chaos. Yeah. Not always, but like maybe, yeah. you know, if you're mm -hmm. lucky enough to see it, to give yourself a chance to try yeah. something that scares you, something beautiful mm -hmm. might come out of it. And I know a lot mm -hmm. of people who have had to pivot, whether because a great opportunity came up or they had a FaceTime with friends or they were forced in a different direction. There has been so many pivots, which can be incredibly terrifying. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot of beauty in stepping into discomfort and to facing your fears and just being mm -hmm. curious, you know, because I think mm -hmm. we're capable of so much more than we give ourselves credit for. A hundred, hundred percent. Like it's been a dive in and we are in, we are very in and, but I'm so grateful, like the support of my family to be like, Hey, this is what you're like. And even all my friends, like through this, all like, they said, this is what you were born to do. Like you were, this is what you like, when we look at you, like, it's not like you're being fake. Like you're trying to be someone you're not like, this is truly who I am. And I try to be as authentic and real as possible to show the ups and downs and the days when things aren't going well, but this is what I feel like I'm now truly what I'm meant to be doing. How does it feel to be in a place in your life where you can say that and you can say that from an authentic place? It's not like a cheesy Hallmark card, like, yeah, I'm doing yeah. what I'm meant to do. It's like, no, like, this yeah. is legit what I think I'm meant to be doing. Yeah, like, it's, uh, 
it's wild. Like I can't, I can't even, I can't believe I'm here. Like I can't believe in this moment where like, I never would have imagined me honing into this on a scale like this to being vulnerable and out there to people, people judge who make comments, but like, it's like, now I'm in a place of like, this is me, this is what I'm doing. And I love it. And then seeing people like, Hey, they like it too. I'm like, awesome. Let's go. Let's keep going. <laughs> like, let's, let's, let's make this work. Like, so it's, uh, it's awesome. Awesome. Oh, so t- tell me what is the BT method and where can people find some more information? Yes. Well, the BT method is a, like I said, a lifestyle it's sculpting to finely lines for your entire body through low impact, high intensity workouts. You don't even need a bar. Your bar can be a chair, an island. We use some props. You can use no props at all. And you will still feel that burn. The sweat is real. Literally every single class I like, you'll feel it. It'll feel different than anything you've done before. We really push the boundaries. Um, but then you can find stretch, you can find stretch sculpt classes. You can find low intensity really on the platform. You can pick the type of movement, the type of class, the type of body part you want to target the time of time, the amount of time you have, the prop you have and find a specific workout that you need for that day. And you can find it at Bartea.com or my Bartea app that just launched on Friday, yeah. I'm like blown away that you have your own app into the world. Like what a trip. Was that, a, was that a difficult endeavor? Like, it, like I, like I said, I was in and I'm like, okay, we're either going in or we're just like stepping back. And we uh, like, once the, once the workouts were in the platform, I'm like, what's getting, what do people want? People want instant, easy, quick. Don't go to like, people just yeah. want the easiest way possible to do something. So I'm like, we're doing an app. And then my Josh looked at me. He's like, okay. I got off a call with someone and I literally hung up. I'm like, we're doing it. He's like, okay. (laughs) So yeah. So that launched on Friday, which is wild. And uh, then people can literally, like I said, whether you have five minutes, eight minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, you can find the exact movement that you can fit into your day. Now you can take it anywhere. You can download workouts into the apps. You can go offline and do them. So trying to make movement as easy as possible for people to do. I mean, what is next? If this is what you can accomplish on mat leave during a global pandemic when we've been in <laughs> lockdown for most of the year, like, what is your vision? Like, like, where do you go from here if this is what you did in just over a year? Like, it's people ask me that and like, I didn't even think this would happen a year. So like, it's hard. Like, I sometimes feel like I'm a gerbil in a wheel, like, go, go, go to like, I like, I want to be, I like, I already have people from all the world, all around the world in my platform and like in those bar fam. So I just want to like, my dream would be to do like workshops, like around the world. I want to connect with so many people. I, I even all last summer I did outdoor classes and would get people from all over coming in to do like in the like soccer field workouts. And like, I thrive off of people, the energy. So I just like want to touch people all around the world. I want to write my own book one day. I want to do so many things. Yeah, no, who knows? But my main thing is just keep spreading movement. Oh, I love it. I love it. I want all of those (laughs) things for you. You're spreading movement. You're looking real cute in a blazer, by the way. No one else can see you except for me. And (laughs) FYI, 
She looks amazing in fitness clothing, but she looks like a total powerhouse boss rocking a blazer. Oh, thank you. I, it's like an old sports mentality. If you look good, you feel good. You feel good. You play good. And like, this is kind of a people joke. Like, why do I look like so ready to go first thing in the morning? And I'm like, if I get dressed ready to go, like I have to conquer something, you're going to do it. And it's just a mindset. It's a mentality. It's like. Oh, the work ethic of professional athletes. I mean, it it bleeds (laughs) over into all other avenues. I feel like work ethic is something that is so important and like Mm -hmm. crucial if you're going to be a professional athlete at a Mm -hmm. national level, because you got to show up, which means you got to recover, you need to eat, Mm -hmm. you need to, you know, you need to do all the things. Yeah. And now uh, taking it here. So it's (laughs) like PT method wherever you are. And it's just like, oh, it's like a dream come true. I love it. Oh, thank you so much. My last question is something Mm -hmm. I ask everyone. It's what does healthy is hot mean to you? For some people, it might be the philosophy of their brand or their mantra when it comes to movement. But I'm curious for you, what does healthy is hot mean? Now in a place in my life where I have finally gotten to healthy is hot is owning yourself, owning your body, owning who you are. Because the second you feel confident within your body, it shows, it shines, it resonates to the world. And even if you don't think you're beautiful, you don't think you fit the mold of what society is, if you have the confidence and you think you are healthy as hot, the world's going to think differently. Oh, just mic drop <laughs> situation. Um, you're amazing. Congratulations on everything. I hope that those friends that initially were on that FaceTime call, I hope they know and are so proud of you. And I'm glad that you kind of wrangled them together because I mean, I can't imagine you doing anything else. I can't either. Like the stars aligned and I'm so grateful for these high school friends that have been with me, been my group and our dance program in high school. And we've been there every step of each other's way. So, uh, the beginning is just right now. I can't wait to see what the future holds. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Oh, that was fun. And just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. Once again, I am your host with clearly no filter, Chloe Wild. And if you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out because that sucks. Feel free to rate and leave us a comment. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And my friends, remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. I'll see you next week.